podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest edition of In My Life. This is a show from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav and the show is all about three really good pieces of Liverpool stuff that um, our guest wants to talk about. I'm delighted to have Ash McCall with us. Ash has been on a couple of shows with us in the re- yeah, recently, very recently. And of course we'll be on more as time goes on. Ash, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks Gav. Um, had a bit of a flu last week and was recovering and work's been manic. It just seems like one thing after another, mate, but I'm slowly yeah. getting there, slowly but surely. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's show after show, to be honest with you, at this stage. And we're in like, well, we're in the pre-season now, aren't we? But um, yeah, it feels like show after show. And I'm just, the amount of shows coming up is absolutely mental. But um, <laughs> um, most notably these quizzes that we've taken on board and... Uh, Oh my God, there's so much work in them. And then you're terrified, that they're, gonna, you're terrified that they're going to go wrong. But um, <laughs> it didn't last week and I'm hoping it doesn't this week. So we record this on a Monday evening. This will come out probably Thursday. Um, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon. So three big moments supporting Liverpool are your three favourite moments supporting Liverpool. And um, we've had three people so far do this. I think Matt has done it. I think Conrad has done it. Um, Peter. Peter has done it. So you're number four. You're number four, and what we hope will be ten to do it. So, first big moment, or your first most favourite moment, supporting Liverpool. What is it? So I've gone a little bit different compared to the three previous mm-hmm. people. So this is my very first earliest memory okay. as a Liverpool fan. Okay. Now this is prominently down to my old man. Because mm-hmm. he's a massive Liverpool fan. He has been for 30, 40 years and I've had nothing but stories off of him. Mm-hmm. And this is where it all began. So my first one is the 10th of April, 1998. Okay. Manchester United won, Liverpool won at Old okay. Trafford. Okay. Now, the first thing I remember is, like I said, my dad keep constantly telling me over and over about all of his stories, about when he used to go to Anfield, all the away days and, and stuff like that. And this particular day, obviously, the rivalry with Man United, he really made it obvious that this is a big game. And he sat me down like he used to and had my first Liverpool jersey on and, and stuff like that. And I had the, the first kind of buzz that I could really remember being a, being a Liverpool fan. And... Um, it didn't fail. Obviously, we didn't win, but it didn't fail to uh, make me realise how big the game was and how much I am going to be, or I am now, a Liverpool fan. And uh, yeah, so that is my first memory of Liverpool Football Club. When we done the quiz last week, you messaged me afterwards and you said, I think it was after the quiz. It must have been. It was. Because yeah, I it don't was. think we'd be talking about this this time in 1998. And you message going, oh, well, you're you're talking about one of my moments that I want to do on this this show. Yes. Uh, is this the one where Michael Owen scores and gets sent off? It I, is I, indeed. Okay, yes. so he does score and get sent off in the same game, am I right? Yes, you, you are I, correct there, I, I had it in my head that he scores, and then I, I thought it was the next time that there he gets sent off. But the goal itself, he, he destroys Pallister. He gives he does, Pallister, yeah. isn't it? Pallister, he gives about 15 yards to. And Destro- he just absolutely nails him. He absolutely, absolutely destroys him. him. He dinks it over Schmeichel. And yes. the ball takes an eternity to roll in. And he's wheeling right. away. Can you remember who he tackled on the sideline? 
Wasn't it Ronnie Johnson? Was it Ronnie uh, Johnson? Actually, yeah, I think it was the goal scorer for Man United. I think he got stretched off that game. Um, and it was a late tackle. It was a second yellow, and yeah. he got sent off just before half time. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the, the first thing I remember was obviously Ronnie Johnson scoring for Man United to make it 1 0. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Owen, who had no rights to take so much of the pitch and the, the amount of yards that um, Pallister had on him. But he just seemed to absolutely eclipse him. And like I said, he goes in on goal, dings it over Schmeichel. And I think that was the first moment that my first idol come to light as well, Michael Owen. Um, as a kid, I absolutely adored him. Mm. Um, we, won't, we won't say what happened later on in his career, but <laughs> yeah. um, that was the moment I, I first found my hero as a, as a Liverpool fan. And Michael Owen was my first idol growing up as a kid. It's it's funny because like he's also in that quiz last week we were talking about his first goal. It's away at Wimbledon. It was yeah. in April. I think it's April or May ninety seven. Yeah, it's a season before. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's probably the last away game of the season. Um, it's a midweek game, and he scores. We get beaten, but he again there he shows some pace and he goes through and scores and and you're kind of going and and people knew about Michael Owen for from the time he was like you know we're we're talking. 25 years ago now um, yeah. aren't we 98 yeah so 25 years ago so you hadn't got instant access to all of Michael Owen's goals um, instant access to his stats you know you didn't you didn't see coverage on LFC TV every day of the academy you, you didn't see no. much like that but Michael Owen was was quite well known like in 1998 I'm 16 you know and I can remember the buzz around Michael Owen like I did before like when he was when he was like 14, because... Yeah, he scored a hat-trick um, for England, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he scores a lot of goals for Liverpool in like a U-Cup run um, when I think he's about 15. And then he's playing for England schoolboys. I think I remember one game he plays, I think it's at St. James's Park, and he scores a couple and you're like, this guy is so slow, you know, so baby-faced, but he was yeah. just lightning fast. Like, he was. ridiculously fast. And... You know, you we were talking about April '98. Now, this is only two months before he ends up going to the World Cup. It was, um, yeah. yeah. And I, I always remember that goal because when the ball, it's funny because when the ball drops in United's half, Pallister hesitates because Pallister thinks that's going to run through to Schmeichel, yeah. and then he looks and goes, well, "Schmeichel's not coming here," but the ball is still like forty yards from goal or thirty yards from goal, and Owen just turns on the afterburners like straight from the off. Like he doesn't even get up ahead of steam. He's just gone he just that was the thing about him as soon as he seen the smallest window to to you know hurt somebody he was in and the speed of him was just incredible and the way he's so cool because Michael was so good like he especially was, yeah. on one-on-ones and he just thinks it but then I do remember the sending off and that's why I was getting confused last week because I was like was it that game or was it a, a game after and I always get that mixed up do you remember the, the FA Cup game in 99 when we go ahead, oh, Michael Owen scores early, and yeah. I think it's York and Soldier. I think uh, Scarley. Soldier, yeah, it was. Yeah. And um, but like you're you're talking about 1998 there, like Old Trafford was a horrible place to go to as a Liverpool. It was. It, we we haven't won there for years prior to that game. Anyway, we well we didn't win that game either. But it was well, Liverpool. Did, it was Liverpool didn't a, win very often. Or, or no, Old Trafford. No. When they were when they were good. You no, know, I when think Liverpool it was, were top dogs. Like the first time in, in like years, and yeah, years with Danny Murphy's free kick. I think that was the first time in about 10, 11 years, wasn't it? Yeah, like because when Liverpool Trafford. were top dogs, like they they very rarely won at Old Trafford. 
believe it or not. Mm. They'd always, they might get a draw, they could get beaten. Um, you know, I remember one of my earliest memories as well of, of Liverpool or Old Trafford. I always have it in the back of my head as, as a, a new a, a game around Christmas at Old Trafford. And Liverpool are the better team. I think David Speedy scores. And Liverpool end up losing the game 3 1. And I remember sitting with all my father's brothers and all United fans, and they were all like, Oh, United this and United. And I was like, Well, Liverpool are the better team. You know, and um, but yeah. they never really won at Old Trafford. Then they went on a bit of a run. But um, your first idol then, Michael Owen. Michael Owen was my first idol. Yeah, like I said, I was in absolute awe in that game just to see how quick he was. And his, his finishing was deadly as well. It, like I said, I think it was the first moment as well. I've, I've always, I've had to speak to my dad just to make sure that what I remember is correct. And, you know, I said to him, was I really as bad as what he's always made out? And he's like, yeah, he was up and down the, up and down the living room, screaming, shouting. And <laughs> when Owen got sent off, I was like, no, you know, and as, a, as an eight-year-old, as I know it sounds stupid, but that's, it's like I said, I had to confirm with him, and he seems to he seems to confirm everything that I was thinking. And yeah, he was he was always my idol, first first player on the back of my shirt. Loved him growing up. Obviously, heartbroken is my first heartbreak when he went to Madrid. Um, but you know, times happen, things happen, and unfortunately, he did leave. Could have come back, didn't happen, and then yeah, we won't mention what happened next, unfortunately. <laughs> I- but. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember yeah. like th- that game in particular because like, you know I, I think United opened the score. Um, yeah, twelfth minute, I think it was. Yeah, I had to do my research on that. <laughs> yeah, and then Owen equalizes and gets sent off, but it was like uh, the game ends one one, doesn't it? It does finish one one. Yeah, yeah, the game ends one one, and you're like when it gets to half time and and we're down to ten men, all you can keep thinking is, oh, we're not getting out of here. There's no way we're getting out of here. This is this is Manchester United ninety eight. They're in full flow. Do you know what I mean? A yeah. year later they win the quadruple. Um or not the the treble of quadruple on the brain, but they win the they win the <laughs> treble. And you know I remember on that day thinking he's our main outlet. He's the one that could hurt him if we get a chance because we were, we never really went to Old Trafford and dominated a game of football. No. And even in the Klopp years, we've gone there and shown them too much respect. You know, um, even when you look at those Danny Murphy ones, Danny Murphy scores um, the free kick. He scores. Yeah, then the year later, the year I think later. He, he chips Barthez. Then the year after that, he scores a penalty. But in yeah. none of them games do we absolutely dominate the football. We, we no. go to Old Trafford and we try to take our chances when we got them. And when you're down to 10 men, you're thinking, ah, you just know what's coming here with United because you knew it every week. Yeah. You know, I think the closest we got was um, a Leonardo shot that like, hit the post in the second half, and I think that was that was the closest that we yeah. got to getting a winner. I think that was the whole yeah. point in the second half. Then during that during that time, United at home were just ridiculous. Like they were ridiculous. I remember going back, and I, I couldn't tell you the year, but I remember. I think Leicester beat them. Um, our old Trafford, and I think Tony Cotty might have been playing for Everton or it's Leicester in the past. <laughs> and and I I want to say it was around ninety. Around this time, actually, it could be a bit bit later, but I remember like, and at that, again at that time, you're literally getting the scores, you know, like on C Fax and you know, um, <laughs> soccer was soccer Saturday around, maybe Sky had a thing, but I remember hearing all you know, I think they were beaten 2 1 by Leicester, I want to say, and you were like just shocked. What Man yeah. United have dropped points at home at three o'clock on a Saturday, it just did not happen, and that's how good they were at home. And but yeah, Mike, Mike alone, like. It's a pity what he, what happened later on in his career. Um, 
not not only for what going to United and stuff like that, but um, the injuries and stuff like that just killed yeah. him. Uh, but but Jesus Christ, he was he was electric when he turned up. He was, scene, exactly. he was absolutely. It was, it was actually frightening how good he was. Like I still think of that. Like there's loads of memories of Michael Owen and stuff. I still think of the one away at Newcastle, um, early ninety eight, ninety nine. He's come back from the World Cup. And Newcastle have signed Stefan Givarsh to play up front with uh, Shearer. And um, Liverpool rolled them over 4-1 and Michael Owen scores a hat-trick in the first half. Is that the, is that the famous rubbing Yeah, the that's the one where he's rubbing yeah. the hand, yeah. And, you know, he's just unbelievable, you know. And he turns up that day at Newcastle and people are like, he's starting to get that kind of, he's England's golden boy, but everyone kind yeah. of begrudgingly, it's begrudgingly likes him, you know, the sort of way. Yeah. And, for that goal where he just he just um just goes hurdles over people and outside of the boot clips are past Shea given, I think is in goal. And you're yeah. like, Wow, you know, and it just went from all over the place from there. But that's a good memory. I like that. I'm I'm uh, a lot of the lads or all of them have gone with their first ever game at Anfield, but your first memory's a good one. I'd have to go a lot a good bit back beyond that now for my first memory, but um I like that 'cause it's and especially because we were talking about it last week. Um What's the second one? So again, a bit bit left field, mm-hmm. but my second one is 18th of May 2001, Charlton okay. nil, Liverpool four. Yeah. Now the reason why I chose this is because this is the game that got us back to the glory days of the Champions League. Correct. Um, now at the time, I was hanging around with a good mate of mine who was a Leeds United fan, mm-hmm. and. He just experienced that season of um, semi-finals, the quarter-finals run of the Champions yeah. League, and I used to always go around his house and we we'll watch the, the Champions League together because it was on ITV back then, I believe, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And he'd be like, "Oh, come on, come and watch, uh, come and watch Leeds United." You know, we're playing like uh, Deportivo, and, and I watched the Valencia game with him as well, and just seeing what him and his dad was going through, mm-hmm. it, I, I was really jealous. I was envious. I wanted this because. It was just watching the Champions League for the first time around about those seasons. I was just like, I just wanted to see Liverpool compete in the mm-hmm. Champions League. It was, it just, you could tell from the TV and the crowd and the way that it was under the lights. It was a different animal. It was a different kind of, uh, kind of game, different kind of fish. And I wanted it so badly. And that game when we beat Charlton and we topped off the treble winning season with, the passage into the Champions League, I think that was probably one of the best seasons that so far I've experienced. It's it's interesting because I think it's the season previous Liverpool go to Bradford on the final day of the season. And they have yes. uh, I think I think it's them and Leeds fighting it out for Champions League spots. Yeah, the Leeds David, us, David Wetherall, I think, scores for Bradford. We get beaten one 0 Bradford yes. are relegated already. Um, or stay up. I'm not too sure. They might stay up on that result, but um, I'm nearly sure it's the year previous that that happens and Liverpool don't make it. They make it this time in 2001 and then 2002, 2003. That's Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah, Chelsea they get beaten by stopped. Chelsea on the last day, don't they? Um, yeah, we went one up with Hippie. We went one up with Hippie and stuff like that. So we yeah. kind of had that weird relationship um, trying to get into the Champions League and then you know, we we start making it and we win it and stuff like that and then we kind of grow from there. But but this one, funny enough, um, yeah, we beat Charlton 4-0 at the Valley, but we shouldn't be in the game at halftime. We, no, are we were awful in the first in the half. Fourth half. Yeah, absolutely dire. Because we'd, we'd won, 
<clears throat> I think we'd won the we'd won the League Cup, forget about that, but we'd won the FA Cup. And then I think we'd gone midweek to win the UEFA Cup. And then yeah, we did. And, and three days, days later, four days later, yeah. we played Charlton. Yes. And the first half, Ash, we are diabolical. And and I think it's. I think on that day, I think Leeds are chasing us. It's between yeah, us and so Leeds again we were, that day. I think, yeah, I think Leeds just had to win, didn't we? Or yeah. match Leeds United. Match Leeds result, and they result. were winning. I think. Yeah, they were at the time. At half time, it was a case we were drawing and Leeds were winning. And at that moment in time, we were. Um, was it third, was it top three or top four? I think it was top three at that time, wasn't it? Not the top um, four. Jay, this is a great question. I, I think want, it was the top three only at that time. I think I might have been in top three, yeah, because yeah, that's that's the season two thousand and one. So I think you would have seen. I think United win it that season. Do you do? Because yeah, I think they make about three second. in a row, don't they? Arsenal are yeah. second, I think. Yeah, because Arsenal are really third. good at that time. Um, yeah, and, and win it the following season. Yes, and then it must have been tour because I can't think of anyone else in around there. No, I don't think the coefficients made it for until 2004, 2005, I think. Yeah, maybe. And I'm nearly sure it was Leeds. Leeds were going into the final day looking to yeah, it was, better yeah. result. But we are what, we're terrible first half. Yeah, we are, we owed a lot to San Um mm. Again, I think I was watching a few highlights the other day thinking, you know, what what ideas I could have in case I come on the show and um, whatever that looked like. And it did pop up, ironically. And I was like... I'm going to choose that one because of obviously what I was saying about the Champions League and stuff like yeah. that. And like I said, we owed a lot to Stan Westfeld. He was probably like to say he was probably making them look better now than what they could have been. But mm-hmm. that was a shame and shit back in the day. Um, but if it wasn't for him, then yeah, we, by rights, we would have been 1-2-0 down at halftime. And you would have think we would have blown it if it was 2-0 down at halftime. I couldn't have, couldn't imagine just putting it out of the bag, but no. we owed it to him. And then second half, that was, that was it. It was just as though we've remembered how to play and realised what was at stake and uh, Fowler started it with the overhead kick from a, from a I think it was a Danny Murphy uh, corner I think it got swung over yeah it kind of, kind of comes in it might be Murphy would McAllister be involved because I can just have visions of how he clips those little corners into the front post and yeah. everyone piles in and it just comes it just comes out and Fowler just positions himself and just hooks it back over um, is it Illich in goal? Uh, yes, Saturday I think it was Illich, Illich, yeah. was yeah. the goalkeeper in goal. Um, and it goes in, and you're like, wow, that's amazing. And we still aren't good. No, And it's not. actually, I think it's Murphy scores the second one where it kind of cuts inside. It cuts it's a left-hand left shot, and it's, and it's yeah. not a great effort, but it, it finds its way in the bottom yes, corner. that's right. And then you're kind of comfortable, and then Liverpool just take over. Um, yeah, that's it. As soon as we went 2-0 up, it was like own, the shackles have been... Uh, yeah, Fowler's next. Yeah. He um, added a he third on his left hand. Yeah, he, yeah. It, it like, takes a little bubble and then he hits it on yeah. the volley and just yeah. smashes it into the bottom corner. Yeah. And that, was, that was a perfect finish. And then, yeah, Owen wrapped it up in the last... I think, yeah, like he intercepts minutes. the ball, doesn't he, and just breaks through. Yeah, and, um, runs through and then just scores his left foot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge game because... I think we f- we finished second in the league the following season. Arsenal winning. We did. We I think we second. finished fourth, third, second, and then yeah. we went back down to fifth. Yeah. I think it was. And we finished we finished second the following season. That the following season is the one, isn't it, where we have Nicholas and Elke on loan. Yes. And um, I think we end the season beating Ipswich about five nil. I think at Anfield, and we pip United to second place. And you're kind yeah. of going, this would be great. Like this team is really taking shape. And then of course. We do this the El Hajj Juff and Salif Jail oh, stuff lovely, and, and yeah. we let Nicholas and Elka go and it's kinda I know it's two years before Julia gets gets the boot, but that really sold to see it in, yes. in a lot of Liverpool fans' minds like what are you doing? Like, you know? 
Um, but it's a huge, it's a huge game because like that, we get back in the Champions League. We actually go well in the following Champions League, where I think we go to Leverkusen and we should never really. Yeah, um, is that the the one where we lost three one away? Was it? yeah, is that the like the there was two groups? If I can remember, yeah, right. it was weird back then. Yeah, we wasn't had to play it? a group was... stage, then a second group stage, and then yeah, you had to the quarterfinals. Yeah. And um, but like I said, you're in it that year, and then the following year, um, we didn't make it, did we? Because we lost no, to Chelsea we, in the last game. We were in, we were in it the fo- no, we we're in the following year, and then we were over because we lose to Chelsea. Oh right, yeah, yeah, and yeah then two course, one, two, and yeah, then of course two, we yeah. get into it, and then we win it, and it, like you know, it's probably the, you know, it's Julio's finest moment. You know, it's a tr- yep. it's a treble of trophies and it's Champions League qualification. And on top of that, then you're looking to push on and they do the following year. But I think the Anelka thing kills him. Because I think it was, I think that was a bad decision. Not, yeah, not it just comes back on him so much. And I remember going to watch Liverpool in like September, October 2003 and we're in Europa League or UEFA Cup. Um, I'm nearly sure it's 2003. And we're pl- I can't remember. We might be playing something like Sophia or something like that at Anfield. I, I was at it. It was pissing rain. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't remember the name of the team. But um, it's. But you could see even then, fans weren't happy with Julio. Yeah, it was you know? a different vibe, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, you know what? For a man that done so much, I think that one decision on that signing hurt him so so much. Really, yeah. really did. Sometimes that's all it takes is one yeah. one bad decision like that, and mm. that's it. Yeah, and when you see Liverpool like the, the, the after making it into the into the Champions League in that season and bringing Anelka on on loan and Elka scoring goals and his assist and he's he's, he's everywhere. You know, yeah. when you had Anelka, you had a Heskey, you had Owen. You know, they were our main three, and they were dovetailing lovely. You know, yeah. different games, this pair of play, then they, the, you know, he'd leave Owen out, he'd leave Heskey, he'd leave Anelka out, he'd play all three, he'd done loads of stuff, and they were so good, and then, when you just see that decision made, and, and then it gets, you know, it gets made even worse by the fact of what Edelhard Juff turns out to be, so. Um, yeah, enough said about Edelhard Juff, yeah, the better, isn't it, really? Yeah, and you know what, I think, the only thing I would say is that, if you look beyond it, you see, Rafa, Rafa gets the job because I think I genuinely think if Julio had have made the right decision on an Elke, I don't think Rafa might have ever got the Liverpool job. True, and then we wouldn't have had Istanbul. Yeah, um, you know everything happens for a reason, Gavde, as they say. So yeah. we had to go through some lows and some bad decisions mm-hmm. to get to where we are now, aren't we? So yeah, and we are spoiled now, aren't we? We make oh, a, we are spoiled. We make but not everyone's of... happy now, are they? Not no, no, but happy. Listen, and that, no one's not. There's never a case where everyone's happy. Why, I don't know. But, um, you know, when you look at the decisions we make now, on the pitch, off the pitch, and I mean, even with players, staff, um, even the decisions we make about where we're going to play pre-season, it's so meticulously planned and, you know, tailored to what we have and the squad we have and the commitments we have. It's it's unbelievable. We're we're so, so well run now. and, And it makes the decisions easier. When you're so well run, it makes those decisions easier. But we're really good at making them. And um, it just shows, like, you know, we could probably go back and pinpoint one decision Klopp's made in 2016 or 17 where you go, well, that's the one. You know, the decision to, I don't know, give up and continue, take the money and sign the other two lads, that could be the the turning point there. Whereas whereas if you just sold Coutinho and 
bought two duds, we mightn't be here today and Klopp mightn't be here today. And so it's, yeah. it is. But I, I genuinely think that was a huge decision to have Julia. But, um, but the, the game you talk about was absolutely massive. It's it's absolutely it was, massive yeah. for, for everyone around the club at the time. And it gives them that taste of that Champions League. And even though we fail on one or two occasions, we're always there or thereabouts from there on in. And we always yeah. make it our priority to, to try to get in there. What's so the last the Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, just to hear the Champions League theme tune around Anfield. Oh, yeah. On the, yeah. On the first time in 2000, oh, 100%. 2001 was absolutely unreal. So, yeah, that was the reason why I picked that game because we finally got back to the to the motherland of the Champions League. Last one. So, my last one. A bit more current. It's a, Fine. a bit more recent. Um, Don't have to use my brain as much here. <laughs> 22nd of July, 2020. Well, okay, go on. Liverpool 5, Chelsea 3. Okay. Now, the reason why is because we finally lifted the Premier League trophy after 30 years of waiting. Mm -hmm. And it was probably the most relaxed time I've ever watched a Liverpool game in my life, Mm -hmm. knowing that after the 90 minutes, I'm finally going to see the Premier League lifted in the air. And all the jokes, the snidey remarks from everyone I've known all my life can permanently be stopped. And it was just a bittersweet moment. And one that I've watched over and over and over again, even to the point of last week where you're seeing Hendo lift up the lift up the trophy inside of an empty stadium, which unfortunately that is Liverpool way. If we're going to win it, we're always going to win it in a moment where we can't see it. It's, it just seems to be our fate, isn't it? But that game, it was an eight-goal classic. At the end of the day, we had everything. We I'm had trying my best to remember all the sc- all the goals here now. <laughs> yeah. So, so the first one was a Naby Keita scream. Oh, he belted in off the underside yeah, of the bar. He screams it. Yes, he picks up, runs it, and then just absolutely yeah. smashes it. I remember um, when Naldon makes a three, doesn't he? Close range, McCorner. Yeah. Well, the second one was a trout free quick. Oh yes. That starts with um, Frank Lampard and Jurgen Klopp having a ah, ding yeah. Um, giving it to the Biff. Frank's claim to fame. Yeah, oh yes, that's mm. the only that's the only famous thing he's ever done in his mm. managerial that's, career, isn't it? But that's the reason why he gets the blues. So, oh yes, he gets um, that club. He's giving it a big one, and then thirty seconds later, Trent whips it into the uh, into the corner, and you think, yeah. there you go. And Trent that's, had done yeah. similar um, weeks previously at home to Palace. Do you Palace, because we yes. won that game four 0 I think, and the following night is when um, Chelsea, Chelsea beat C- William yes. gets the penalty. Um, yes. I remember when Alden making a three. It was three and a half time, wasn't it? It was, yeah. There was a there was a mix up in the box. Um, everyone just seemed to stand still because they thought it was handball. And then and Alden just smashes it in the net. Yeah, just smashes it in and go, yeah. oh, we'll deal with it, whatever happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was 3 0. And then uh, Giroud scored to make it 3 1. 3 1 at half time. Just on half time, yeah. he scores, yes. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And then, if I remember right, his second half, Pulisic comes on. and then Pulisic was to- brilliant. Yeah, he was. He just danced through our um, whole defence in the midfield and sets up Abraham yeah. um, with a cracking goal. And then I think Bobby makes it 4-2 with a header. Yes. Um, which, ironically, was the first of his goals at Anfield that season. Yeah. Last home game, I think. And it's it was the first goal cross. at Anfield. Yeah, it was, yes. Yeah. Just butts it straight into, yeah. the, straight into the goal. And then uh, Pulisic makes it uh, 4-3 with, mm-hmm. another, with another goal. Yeah. And then um, Ox wraps it up with a fifth. Yeah, and that's then, the one where um, Robertson wins it off Jorginho, or not off Jorginho, yes. but he wins at the edge of the box or gets a thrown to him and he just takes off up the pitch. Yeah. And um, yeah, 
ox kind of half volleys at the back post or yeah, puts in the roof the net, but, but yeah. I remember where I was I was in Dublin City Centre watching that in um, in a pub with a load of load of air lads and um, you're right much listen winning the title Liverpool were absolutely magnificent that season oh, that know, I, I think season, yeah. I think it's was it played 29 127 drawn one lost one after we yeah. after we uh, get beaten by Watford yeah. And you know, people are going, Oh, look at this, and you're going, Look at what do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking 29, 27 wins, one draw, one loss. Would you give over? They were absolutely phenomenal that season, and it's kind of what you have to do because, I, like, I think if you let City get ahead of you, it's a struggle to get back, yeah. But if you're ahead of City and they're only three, four points behind you, they'll, they'll keep going. We just knock the stuff in our man City. Early that yeah. season, like we beat them in, I want to say November, to go nine points clear, and it's yeah, never in doubt from there. Yeah. It's never in doubt from there. Like we, no. we even go, we even go away to the World Club Cup, and yeah. I think we win on the like the twenty fourth of December or twenty second of December, and we come back and play Leicester on the twenty sixth away, and it's one of the best special. away performances I've ever seen from a Liverpool yeah. side. I mean, ever they were so dominant. Um. And it's like I remember leading into that game and going, if Leicester win, they'd be eight points behind Liverpool, I think, or something along them lines. Or if Liverpool win, they'd be fucking 14 points clear, but something mad. And yeah, Leicester yeah. were second at the time. They were, yeah. And we win that, and then everyone's kind of going, this is done. And then we beat United. Because I remember we have a really tight win against Wolves, I think, where the goal's disallowed. And then it's actually given. Do you remember where they think Lalana handles it? Yes. And Mane yes. smashes it in and that ball developed in Manchester was um, refereeing. Um, oh, um, is it Lee Mason? No, uh, Mason. Or could be uh, one of them. Any, any of them, right? Any of them, yeah. Um, <laughs> any of them lads that are all Manchester United fans. Um, and then we beat United. And when we beat United, that's the first time you hear the cop come out and say they're going to win the league. That's when I believed. Yeah, that's and, when I believed. and it was just like, this. no one's getting near us here. There's just no, no. one getting near us. And... Covid comes after the let go game. Um, I think Bournemouth might be our last home league game in front of crowds. Yeah. And we beat, we get beat, knocked out by Atletico, don't we? And all of a sudden, lockdown. And everyone's plans gets thrown into thing because I had, pl- I had, I think we played Newcastle on the last day of the season away. Yeah, we won. And I, I, I'm booked to Liverpool on that weekend. I'm flying on the Saturday morning, coming home on the Tuesday. And I was basically saying, right, over the match on Sunday to be a parade on Monday. I'll come home Tuesday night, you know, yeah. no way I'm taking an early flight on a Tuesday morning, not after the night, I'm going to have, <laughs> and then it all just goes to shit, and it's ages, and ages, waiting for, because that's March, isn't it, middle of March, middle and of March, yeah, it's just ages and ages, and I think the, the football comes back in like, late June, mid, late June, uh, early, yeah, late June, late I think June, was, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think we draw, our first game back is away at Everton, and we, we draw nil-nil. And people are going, yeah. oh, will they make it? And then we beat Palace. Because there's yeah. nine games left. We beat Palace and then City obviously lose to Chelsea and it's over. Um, but that day was still brilliant. Like at the end of the day, Liverpool had played 29 league games before COVID came. You know, the ridiculous, ridiculous amount of wins, one draw, one defeat or whatever it was. And, and I still remember it fondly. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'd love to be saying to you, Anfield was packed. We weren't there, but we were in Liverpool, or we were at yeah. the parades and all. And it didn't happen, and I think that's why this this year's parade was so important 
you know, I think... It was the first one since the COVID, wasn't it? It was a yeah, case of trying to get all the fans back together again. I, and being yeah, and don't, and don't get me wrong, like, if we'd have won the league or the or European Cup or both, God knows how many people are in Liverpool, but for a League Cup and an FA Cup, people are going, oh, what are you doing a parade for? Like, just, they're doing it for the league, time they won the league and then get a yeah. chance to thank people. You know, and I think Klopp made that point, but it's a huge, it's a huge um, date in our recent history because, you know, Oh, I can remember winning it in 1990. I can remember winning it in 1990 and mm. just thinking this will never end, you know, and, and then it ended and it never came back. And at mid-90s, you thought, oh, we win, because we were always in it. We were kind of in it with Newcastle and United and you think, oh, yeah. something. And then early 2000s, you thought you'd do something and then you didn't. And then oh nine came, 13, 14 came. And you, like after 13, 14, you thought, this is never going to happen. That's what I thought, yeah. You know, I didn't it's feel never going to happen. happen. It's just something's going to get in our way all the time. Then you're seeing, like, 13, 14, you're really see, starting to see the progression of Man City. Um, yeah. United are going through transition, but you think they'll be back. They haven't really. Um, you wouldn't have thought at that time Arsenal would be back, but they weren't. Arsenal haven't won the title in 18 years. Um, but it's, when that comes, I think, you know, there is a bit of a... Oh, there's a bit of a sour taste in it because we don't have what everyone else gets when they win a league title. But at the same time, you're able to wake up the next morning and go Liverpool are champions. Yeah. And you're not talking about 1990 anymore. And you're laughing at people going, well, you've only won one. And you're going, well, we haven't. We've won 19. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's a brilliant moment. Um, and I was so happy for it. I was so happy. For, look, I was happy. But I, th- I think I was so happy for everyone I kind of knew. You know, yeah. I was happy for players and stuff like that, but were you the same? You're just happy for I, everyone. I, I, I think of all mates that Liverpool fans, you're going, I'm happy for him and I'm happy for Yeah, we, we, like I said, we were, I was in group chats and, and we were all night, all day for, for the game. It was just like, today's the day. We're going to, we're going to see it being lifted. Finally. Gonna, and to be honest, Gab, I didn't care what the score was. We could have lost 6-0. I, it wouldn't have yeah. bothered me. Because we were it's drunk just, for the final seven games of the season. Exactly that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. And I think I started quite early that night anyway. And, like I said, I didn't care what the score was. I didn't care if Chelsea beat us. It was what was going to happen after the game and finally seeing the lads celebrate. And even though we wasn't with them, they kind of did it for us, you know, with the, with the celebrations and the fireworks and, and everything else that went with it. And like I said, the phone, my phone was going off left, right and centre. We was all like, oh my God, it's happening. And, you know, it's finally happening. And it was, it was just an absolutely amazing night and, just to see everyone smiling and that was it. Every, all the demons were banished and 30 years of hurt was finally over with and it was just just perfect, absolutely perfect. And I can't wait for uh, Premier League number two, but trophy number 20 to, mm. to come along. And you know what? We go into this season, um, we're speaking today when a lot of lads are back for pre-season today and, yeah, <coughs> you know, it's look. I've always gone into every league season thinking, "Oh, Liverpool could deal with this season. Liverpool could deal with yeah. this season." And you, you keep telling yourself that. And people always said to me, "It was always that famous thing, you know, it's your year, it's their year." And so was next year. And next people, year. people oh, would bash oh. Liverpool with that. And I kind of go, "Well, if you don't think it's your year, what are you doing here?" Yeah, you know, you're allowed to think that. Um, but now Liverpool have a legitimate uh, right to believe that this year will be their year and next year and the year after that. And people will point out and say, well, City have won four of the last five, correct? Um, but City would have cantered the four of, of five. Um, well, yeah. probably three of five. Um, 
if Liverpool weren't there. The only the only time City get away from Liverpool really is the one where we have a horrific season in twenty twenty one with injury. Other injury, than that, yeah. Liverpool have done ninety two, while City have done ninety three, four. Yeah. Um they've done ninety eight. Ninety seven while they've that? done um ninety eight. Sorry. Right? Yeah. We've done ninety nine and took the last seven games off. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's Liverpool are just ridiculously good and um I don't think two, number 20 is far off. No, and, I, don't, I don't believe it is either. And to be honest with you, I think if number 20 comes, I think number 21 will come quite quick after. Because I think yeah. you're going to have to break quite a strong grip that Man City have on this league. And only we can break it, in my opinion. And if we break it, you might see a slight sea change in what goes on in the Premier League. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, well, we've got four years left of Klopp, haven't we? Mm. Is it four years now? I reckon I'm going to make a bold statement there. I'm going to put it out there on the podcast and say we're going to win two Premier League titles in the next four years. I'll take it. That's my opinion. I reckon we'll get two more two more trophies under under Klopp in the Prem, and I think we'll get one more Champions League. I'll take I'll take two or four. Once United don't win one, I think it's going to be the next four years. It's going to be two for us, two for City. Okay, I'll take that because that'll put us at 21. And yep. um, we know that they like singing 20 times, 20 times. So I don't know what they'll sing now. Um, probably green and gold till <laughs> fucking whatever. What? Green and gold till the club is sold or fucking whatever they sing. That, that meant. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. That's 37 minutes. It's absolutely flown in. Um, three great moments. Michael Owen, 1998. Yeah. We've talked about the league title win. There in 2020 and also the ch- qualifying for the Champions League in 2001. Ash, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we'll see everyone again soon for another In My Life. We might have a special one. Keith's been on to me and he said, oh, can I bring this person on? And if this person comes on, it could be a really good laugh. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Ash, thanks a million for joining us, mate. Thank you very much, Gav, for having me. Good stuff. Talk to you soon. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.